Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, let's make it a good day. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Today is Wednesday. That means Millennial X Games. Indeed, that's coming up at 1130 today. It'll be me representing the Millennials, Donna representing Gen Xers. You'll have a chance to play. Uh, that's at 1130. You're going to have a chance to play another game, too, coming up at 1030. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We always play it at that time, hour two, if you're listening on the podcast. Final note about Bobby Jensen. He sounds like he could beat me up <laughs> you know if you missed it bobby jensen from what growing with care, growing with uh, care on yep. care saturday mornings just called in to help me with my tree thing the tree gate that has been going on all week long okay what and a lot say? a lot of people have well he's he not said, a huge man fan. up get a real tree yeah he Good. said well wait why don't you hey listen up you little punk why don't you at least tell me what in the hell are you even using these trees for you even got a reason you ever thought about that <laughs> And we only had a minute to talk, yeah, so we didn't have time for Steve to get into his, like, my kids are going to grow up, oh, sh- and the tree is going to be big, and it's going to remind me of them when they're out of the house. So then he just kept poking me in the chest. So what, you just want someone to grow? You want some weed? You can get a weed. You want a weed? Get a weed. You want a poplar? Sure, you get yourself a poplar. If you want a real tree, you little twerp. Get an oak. Everybody says it'll grow. Get a bigger oak, and then it'll grow. I have. Uh, I grew up on Oak Ridge, which used to be an Oak Ridge, an oak farm, an oak tree farm. So in my neighborhood, there are massive oaks down the whole. Like every every house has one in the same place because they kept a few of them when they developed the area from back oh, in like sure, the forties, yeah. back when they oh, did wow. this. So some of these oaks, guys, I'm telling, like they're as big as. You know, I can't even hug around them. They're sure, yeah, the trunks are so that. huge. Like back to Bobby. Was Bobby a part of a street gang in Jersey? He sounds like he's <laughs> from back east and that he's not taking any crap from me. Well, I now feel a little bit worse about the potential of Bobby and I having a bro bro ship <laughs> than I did before he called. Because it sounded like he wanted to kind of shove me against the wall. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> And he is from New Jersey. He's from Jersey. He's honest. Oh, yeah. Well, Grant, here's what I noticed, and then we'll put the tree talk to bed. Yes. For for this segment. We'll bring it back next segment. (laughs) we got to tell him where that walrus sound effect is. Oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) We'll fill you in, Grant. Um, Grant, I saw a lot of poplars along 212. Mm -hmm. And then my neighbor said, it's probably because MnDOT likely plants poplars because they like to plant fast-growing trees Mm -hmm. so that taxpayers feel better about that. Yes. But I felt like in the end I got Bobby Jensen just gave me a seal of approval of like look. If you just want something to be tall and block out of you quickly, sure, whatever. Get a poplar. And he followed it up with but if you want a real tree. Did he say get an oak or an elm? I think he said oak. I thought he said elk. 
And then I was like, is that a tree? <laughs> Pretty sure How early not. in the morning does he drink, typically? <laughs> Maybe it was an elk tree. I don't know. All right. Are you ready for some music news? Yeah. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? This is the beat. All right, Michael Jackson's estate. Have you heard about this? Um, has beaten the IRS in a battle over the value of his name and likeness. Oh, that's tough to do. This is coming from right. According to the Wall Street Journal, um, there was a U.S. tax court judge. His name is Mark Holmes, and he found that Michael Jackson's name and likeness were worth. What do you think? What do you think his name and likeness are worth? Oh, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say $250 million. Wow. Well, you're closer to what the feds believed. The feds initially believed that his name and likeness were worth $161 million. Oh, okay. This judge found that, no, it's just over $4 million when he died in 2009. Huh. So the IRS did win on some minor points, uh, points, excuse me, but what did I say? Points? You said points. Um, but the government will. <laughs> IRS porn. Um, oh, boy. I bet that's a real page turner. <laughs> the IRS um, did win on some little points, but the government will get far less in taxes. Taxes. On his estate under this guy's decision. Follow? Yeah. So, at a 40% tax rate on $120 million on the difference, they lost $48 million. Mm. Potential. Don't forget to do your taxes. When's that new deadline? 17th. May 17th. Is it May 17th? I believe so, yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. What? I got to email my tax guy. Me too. <laughs> I have not finished those. I haven't either. Oh, we are pathetic. Yeah, mine are with the tax guy. I just haven't heard from him. That's a one step ahead of me. Uh-oh. Donna! Donna! Uh, do you know when you said uh-oh, I just put in a subject line to my tax guy, uh-oh. Oh, wow, weird. It's listening to me. I don't think that is Uh-oh. the right correlation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that it's, <laughs> it's receiving your voice to text on my phone? Wow. Email tax guy person. Yeah, any dates available next week? Any sense? I don't even sit with my guy. My this guy I've been going to for like seven years. I've never sat down with him. I just drop stuff off. Oh yeah, I can probably I send stuff to him. Yeah, I this... did, and I always felt like my guy was holding me hostage. <laughs> I did. I, he would just like tell me stories, and I'm like, just do my taxes. I don't care. It's kind of like one of those awkward small talk. Hello, how's your family? How's your mother? How's your father? Good to mm-hmm. see you. We'll talk in a year. Bye. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I well, this guy, my guy, looks uh, like he's an extra in Game of Thrones. Oh, the beard drags on. The oh, ground. love it. And uh, he he's so great. And he comes and he'll come to your house. You know, like pre-COVID, he would just come to your house, 
you just he'll just say give me this 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 and then an hour later he gives you a little hard drive it's got all your information on it he tells you if you're getting a refund what you're getting the refund for takes payment super reasonable I've told everyone in my circle about him, but then he would stop taking new clients, so I, or else I would tell you the name of him right now, oh, but I can't. Thanks. That's fine. Whatever. We got to go. Right. Um, oh, this is fun. When we come back, we have a list. It's a, it's a list of tired old myths that some people still believe. Uh, let's run down this list and see how many of these that we continue to believe or once believed. Uh, that is coming up momentarily, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, no. How come you only do that when we get to this portion of the show? I don't know. Maybe Grant brings it out of me. I could. Mm. I don't know. The Big Nasty? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I, I come across as such a square... Weenie. No, you, I just need what? To. you have no. more character than like get out of here. Mo, you have more you no, come on. Stop it. What you got? I mean, I don't want to get in the way if you're about to compliment me, but what? <laughs> <laughs> I just, so I just feel like I need to offset it with give myself some edge. That's why I'm thinking about still thinking about the face tattoo. Then if I tell my employer it's my truth, what are they gonna do? <laughs> you know? And and by the way, the tattoo will say my truth. A little on the nose, but oh, still. I love that. Oh, you're funny. Okay, we have a list here. Ten, I love this list. Ten tired old myths. Oh, that's a tough word. Myths. Mythos. That people still believe. Mythos. Mythos. Um, cracking your knuckles, for example. Remember the old, cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Yes. Not true. They Not could true. cause weakness in your hands. But no proof that it is has any correlation at all to full-blown arthritis. So we say crack away. Do you crack every day? I do. I love to crack. Do you? Oh, yes. All day long. Yep. I crack my back probably 10 times a day. I can't do that. Oh, I got a way that you can do it. It's a guaranteed way. You bend over. Okay. And um, Hold on, I'm doing it. All right, here, I'll show you. Everybody do it at home. Watch the video, Unless you're in your car. Okay, oh, wait. Oh, I have to just... So you would bend over like you're doing almost like just... Like you're just folding over your body like this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And then you're going to clasp your hands behind you like you're saying a prayer. Fold your hands. Or getting arrested. Or getting arrested. (laughs) Sure, Grant. Yep. And then I want you to lift your hands up like you're trying to go all the way back to your head. Okay. Oh, Uh, I just did it. Did it crack? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Mine did not. 
Donna has soft bones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a good one, funny. Steve. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, that a good sucks, one. Steve. Didn't do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, where was I? Myth number two. Uh, myth number two is we only use ten percent of our brain. Mm. Two thirds of people believe that one, but even with simple tasks, you're using most of your brain. It takes so much energy that up to a fifth of the calories you eat go toward keeping your brain working. How about this one? Myth number three. They say dogs see in black and white. You've heard this before, right? Hey, he's colorblind. Yep. He sees in black and white. Yes. It's like he's watching the Dick Van Dyke show. The newest science <laughs> says that they actually probably do see colors, just not as many as we do. They're basically red, green, colorblind. Hmm. We're putting some faith in the study, isn't you? We we can never see what a dog sees. Wouldn't that be? It would be really cool if someone would invent that. You know, in CBS Sunday Morning this past Sunday, great show by the way, big fan. Um, they had that lady on who taught her dog to talk by oh, just yes, pressing on those buttons that yes. say, you know, me want outside, <laughs> you know, yes. and that type of thing. Um, so maybe somebody could come up with, you know. Some way to show us what they think they see. How about this one? Myth number four, if you swallow a piece of gum, seven years to digest. This is people still believe this. They actively do. believe this. When I tell my kids, they're like, Oh, I'm done with this gum, and I'd say, just swallow it. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was hefty bags, I don't know if it was the garbage industry. Somebody sold us this bill of goods. It's just not true. It, you digest it like you do anything else. Right. But it's like corn. No, you do, it can't digest it. Well, I mean, but you'll pass it through. It'll go through your body. It just won't break down. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't see it. Unless you blow a bubble. <laughs> Myth number five. People still believe this one. Shaving makes your hair grow back thicker, mm-hmm. darker. Some people think that because the tips of your hair hair feels coarser after they've been cut. But shaving does not make it grow back thicker that's made up don't believe it don't myth believe busted it. busted myth number six we recently busted this and things that make you go huh i feel like you were trying to get us to believe this no the the myth is that you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep that's not that, true they're in your ears no Donna. Oh. What? <laughs> there's no truth to it in fact they say that you're, you'd be unlikely to ever swallow a spider Okay. And a guy came up with that as an urban legend to see if people would just be gullible and believe it. Mm. And they did. How about Blue Bloods? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this – all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Say it our more blood, with different words. Okay, so our blood, this is a myth, number seven, our blood is blue before it's exposed to oxygen. Not true. It's oh. always red. Oh. Your veins just look blue because of how light travels through our skin. Myth number eight. Never heard this one. Coffee stunts your growth. The main thing that can stunt a kid's growth is poor nutrition, but coffee and caffeine don't do it. And I would argue that it is not just poor nutrition. I would guess it's real malnutrition, like really in an extreme circumstance. Sure. Yeah. It's not like if we had fed him organic, he would have been six foot, as you look mm-hmm. at your five foot seven son. Right. You know? Right. I used Myth- to hear lifting weights too early would stunt your growth. Hmm. Are you trying to get that started not, as a human legend? Oh, okay. I'm not trying to start it. Um, okay. How about this one about your dog? Myth number nine your dog's mouth is cleaner than our own. No, it is not. Dogs and humans both have around 600 different types of bacteria in their mouths. Plus, we brush our teeth every day, and you've seen what your dog does with his mouth. Oh. I caught him going to town on a full diaper Steve. out in the front yard. Steve. Oh, I don't listen. It's my life. I'm not trying to gross anybody out. Dogs are disgusting, <laughs> pretty stupid, and smart in some selective ways. And then later that night, I don't brush his teeth. I just let him. You should brush his teeth. Just let them I try you. to, but I only do it like twice a month. Do you Think guys about, brush your dog's teeth? Oh, yeah. We do it like three times a week. <gasps> um, well, because the little guys, with we have the little one, and little dogs, if their teeth go bad, that tends to cause heart disease with little dogs. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to, so we, you know, I say we very loosely. Lily. <laughs> Lily does it three. I've done it maybe twice in the last year, but she tries to do it about three times a week. That's great. Does she use like doggy toothpaste? Yeah, and then one of those little finger goes yeah. over the finger and goes. I actually in. use an actual dog toothbrush. She has one. I but have the finger things too. Though. Sometimes they're a little just the, the, there's a vibrating aspect to oh. it that they might. It all depends on their mood, but yeah, yeah, it's true. And finally, Steve, this one's for you. Okay. Public swimming pools have a chemical that turns blue if you pee in them. I remember hearing this. I've never heard this, but oh, apparently really? parents what? tell their kids this. Yeah. yeah. There's no chemical. No chemical can't do that. That can do that. Too I learned that really quickly. <laughs> I yeah. tested that All theory. I was like, nah, I'm yeah. calling BS on this one, Ma. I love yeah. living La Vida Loca as a kid. <laughs> Every pool was just a giant bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that oh amazing? God. I mean, we let our dogs lick themselves and then lick our faces, and we're just swimming in each other's urine. Yep. We are a disgusting we're people. We're all disgusting. Instead of I Donna, just assume we're all disgusting. Give us a call. Play a game with us. 651-641-1071. The game is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It'll be me versus Donna. You can choose who you'd like to team up with. And if you win, you get a great prize. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. 
Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. Time for me to annihilate you. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys. Hi. Hi. Let's play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today we have Kathy with a K with us. How you doing, Kathy? Hey, Kath. I am doing very well. Thank you. All right. The catheter. Kathy no, joins us now. No, not the catheter. Oh. Yeah. I felt like a, like a Terminator. No, all right. I hey, Kathy, you're... I have a feeling who you're going to team up with now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, okay. as you guys know, today is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so I went with Latin Americans in pop culture as our topic. Latin oh, Americans in pop culture. It's kind of a wide range, but you'll, it goes down the okay. TV movie route for the most part. So stick to TV movie aspects, okay? Kathy, I need your help. And you're playing for a My Talk t-shirt. <laughs> Kathy, do you want that My Talk t-shirt? You can either play with Donna or Steve. Um, I gotta go with Donna. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Bye, Steve. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> I'll be looking up trees. Just okay. flag me down. All right. No, stay off the computer. I don't I, want him on the computer. I just got a video of his whole backyard and the layout and where he's going to put the trees. So oh, we're going to have an after-school discussion. He's a little obsessive. Yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like he gets onto something like he starts smoking meats. Then all he does is talk about smoking meats. Then it's, you know, home projects. Then it's trees. Then it's the dog. See, I get those ideas. I don't execute. At least he executes. You know, so he's getting her done. He's getting her done. All right. All right, Kathy, we'll come back to you at the end to help out Donna when we need you, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you, Kathy, for joining us. Donna, let's do this. Remember, Latin Americans in pop culture is the topic. Yes, sir. And here we go. In this 1975 film, Lou Diamond Phillips played the role of Richie Valens, a Mexican-American rock star who passed away at the young age of 17. Mm -hmm. What was the name of this movie? La Bamba. The first two seasons of this Netflix original series focused on the rise and fall of the infamous Pablo Escobar. What is this show? Pass. Netflix is currently doing a series on the life of Mexican-American singer Selena. What actress portrayed Selena in the original 1997? Jennifer Lopez. And the second one is... um, uh, what's the one about the drug dealers? Bad, Breaking Bad. I'm going to say Breaking Bad because I can't think of anything else. Final answer. All right, Kathy, would you like to help her out? She was having a little trouble there with the second one. It was the first two seasons of this Netflix original series. I love that you just give it to her. <laughs> focused on the rise and fall of the infamous Pablo Escobar. What is the name of this show on Netflix? You know, is it El Chapo? You're called Kathy. Well, it's not. I know for sure it's not the other one. So El Chapo, I'll go with. El Chapo. All right. All right. Let's bring Steve back. Let's get Steve back here. Hey, Steve. Come on back, buddy. Boo. Steve, Steve, Steve Patterson. 
Steve Poplarson. Hey! Hey, hey everybody, Steve. welcome back! It's, it's good, good to see you. Okay. Tuesday. I'm ready. We are ready to go. Okay, Steve, let's do this. Uh, in this 19... In this... 1975 film, Lou Diamond Phillips played the role of Richie Valens, a Mexican-American rock star who passed away at the young age of 17. What was the name of this movie? Pass. The first two seasons of this Netflix original series focused on the rise and fall of the infamous Pablo Escobar. What was the name of this show? Netflix is currently doing a series on the life of Mexican-American singer Selena... What actress portrayed Selena in the original 1997 biographical Jennifer music? Lopez. Say the first question. In this 1975 film Lou, Di- film, Lou Diamond Phillips played the role of Richie Valens, a Mexican-American ro- rock star who passed away at the age of 17. Pass, which spelled backwards, is sap. Sap comes from a maple tree. It is a moderate-growth tree. <laughs> I have questions after you, after we go through the answers. Okay. All right. The first one, this 1975 film, Lou Diamond Phillips put played Richie Valens, who was an American rocker who, a Mexican-American rocker who passed away at the young age of 17, was in fact called La Bamba. Donna got that correct. Nice, Donna. Steve put a pass on it, so we're oh, one to nothing, Donna. The first two seasons of this Netflix original series focused on the rise and fall of the infamous Pablo Escobar. What was the show? Now, here's where we're going to have an issue. The answer was, in fact, Narcos, for oh, me. That's right. And Steve got that correct. Uh, I didn't even hear you. Uh, Kathy said El Chapo, and I looked up El Chapo, and it looks to be... A, uh, El Chapo has to do with uh, Juan Guzman. There we go. The Thank you. Lord. That's yeah. what I need. Okay, so El Chapo is incorrect, because I was just confirmed it was a Netflix show, so I didn't have a chance to look it up. So, good try, Kath. Good yeah, try, nice Kathy. Try, yep. So now we are one-to-one going into the last one here. And the last one was the uh, who? What actress played Selena in the original 1997 biographical musical drama? And Jennifer Lopez was in fact that. So you both ended up with two we go. out of two. Oh no! We're going to oh, we're the tiebreaker. No, Kathy, are you ready? Yes. If you know the answer, say your name, okay? Okay. All right, here we go, guys. Eva Longoria portrayed what character on the ABC television series Desperate Housewives? Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Kathy. Go ahead, Kath. Um, Santos. Mrs. Santos. Mrs. Santos. Gabriella Santos. There we yeah! go. Gabriella. Nice job, Kathy. Oh, Donna and I both I were like so deer in the headlights. We were getting that. That's Gabrielle is what I was looking for. So good job on wow. that. Nice yes. job. You got yourself a My Talk t You got yourself Donna a win, too. Good yes. job. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Kathy. Have a good rest of your day. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hang on. Okay. Um, I have a question about the first on um, the first question? question. Yeah. What was it? Or what was the question? You said the movie came out in 1975. In this 1975 film, Lou Diamond. I don't think it came out in 1975. Now that I think about it, you're right. It's more like 85, isn't it? I I don't know. I let me check right here. Okay. Quick. I'm pretty sure when I did my. And, and I didn't realize he was only 17 years old. Yeah, he died with Buddy Holly, right? Um, yeah. Okay, 1987 is what I'm seeing. Oh, That's what threw me off. I'm like, 1975? Lou Diamond Phillips would have been very... Donna, you got to learn to do what I do. Just ignore Which it. is, when Grant <laughs> asks questions, I assume 80% of the time <laughs> they are factually accurate. 
And the other time, that's just an added wrinkle that longtime fans of the game really enjoy because it makes you <laughs> I just, think. But it makes me rethink my answer. That's the beauty of it. For you, yes. Maybe yeah. the song La Bamba came out in 75. La, 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 no, Bamba. that was way before that too, right? I don't know. Maybe that's the year he died in a plane crash? No, that was in the 50s. What's the other song that he did? I don't know. Oh, Donna. Anna. About his, yes, there you go. About the girl, the blonde girl, right? His girlfriend. I had a girl. For sure. Donna was her. Well, now oh, that makes Donna it. must have been singing that hard growing up, I can imagine. Uh, no, every time I meet somebody new that's older, they always go, oh, Donna. I don't even think I know that song that you're talking about. What? What? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to pull it up. What I know? Yeah, pull it up. He wrote it for his girlfriend, Danielle Von Zernick, whose parents didn't want her to date him. Hmm. There you go. Thank you. I got some tips. You ready for them? Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Okay, when a call center puts you on hold and you don't hear music, oh. it means you're on mute and they can still hear everything you're saying. No, really? Oh, that's bad. not good. Yep. Oh, no way. Yep, it's true. You know how I know? How? Because it says it right there. Oh, Ooh. I thought you were going to say you worked at a call center. No, I did not. God, that's annoying when you know you're at a call center, you know, and you can hear other people talking yeah. to customers. Ugh. Oh, I'd have great difficulty working there. Me? No Great likey. difficulty. Yeah. I don't like working with other people. <laughs> I agree. You know, like, I like quiet and concentration. Yes. I have funny? loved this time away from you. And I, you. And I, yeah, and that's nice. You want to make a $3 bottle of wine taste like a 30 bottle? A $30 bottle? Okay. Put it in a blender for 30 seconds. This softens the tannins and quickly aerates the wine. Ding, dang, dig, a lid, do. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't know if that's true or not. And then finally, it's time to do something you didn't do last year, probably, or the year before, or ever. But it's important. As we head into the middle of spring, now is a good time to reverse the direction of Your your ceiling fans. Okay. Of ceiling fans. Now, this is weird. This one is weird. I don't think... I bet 5%, I bet 3% of ceiling fan owners do this. I bet you're right. Because you're supposed to suck up... During the winter, you're supposed to suck up cold air because heat rises so that it mixes with the heat and more evenly distributes than the heat. Thank you, Grant. Grant During, apparently is the deaf interpreter for yeah, this segment, if you are watching us. Very makeshift sign language that he's doing. I saw what you just did, too. That hey. was sign language for poop. Yes, it was. It's the only one I know. Yeah, one of my oh, kids Oh, I want to learn that. it. Show yeah. me. Can you just take this? Oh. Wish it was that easy, right, Donna? Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, yes, the blades are tilted at an angle for a reason. So they should spin clockwise in the winter. To pull up the cold air, and um, so it mixes with the warm 
air that's near the ceiling that mm. keeps you warmer. And then in spring and summer, you should spin counterclockwise to push the air down so it blows um, on you and it keeps you cool and all that stuff. Okay? All right. You don't know this one? I feel like I'm at a, uh, a dance. Yes. I love this kind of music. But we are going to come right back on the Donna and Steve show. Um, oh, this is interesting. Uh, a couple of local stories. Uh, the Chauvin defense has filed a motion for a new trial. Got that on the way. And uh, the governor is supposed to announce updates on COVID restrictions coming up tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll delve into all that coming up next on My Talk 1071. Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer I am Grant. Steve. Hey. Steve, are you underwater? You need, <laughs> Just came back up. Saving? I'm doing breath holding um, exercises during a lot of the breaks uh. now. Great. I got a little hot tub put in the closet, so. Okay, good to know. I'm up now. I'm mostly dry. Mm. Um, <laughs> hey, can I start with some Governor Walls stuff? Yes. Um, Governor Walls is going to be addressing Minnesota tomorrow on Thursday, announcing updates regarding our COVID-19 restrictions. Got this from KSTP.com. Um, Walls has said further easing will depend on a couple of things. The state of the virus and the state of vaccinations. Recently, the state's vaccination pace has taken a bit of a hit. Now, at one point, the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, it was one of Minnesota's busiest sites, but walk-in appointments just ended on Tuesday at the fairgrounds. So with about 60% of eligible Minnesotans vaccinated, some are wondering how the state is going to reach the other 40%. Uh, Walls said it is going to slow down because, to be very honest, over half of Minnesotans are now vaccinated in general, so the universe is smaller regarding the disease it's going to uh, a little bit more but i am still very confident that we can get to that 70 percent it sounds sounds like that's a target number for him of eligible minnesotans to be vaccinated the thursday announcement will come as other states have already revealed their reopening plans florida's governor lifted most of his state's COVID 19 restrictions on monday new york will lift most restrictions on may 19th Walls says Minnesota will likely fall somewhere in between with its restrictions. He says, depending on falling, uh, excuse me, despite falling vaccination numbers, the state is right on track when it comes to getting people vaccinated. In fact, he says Minnesota is second in the nation. Dr. Kevin Best with Alina Health said that while the demand for the shot doesn't seem as strong, there's still plenty of interest. Um, here's the hopeful bit. Though Governor Walls hasn't said exactly what the Thursday update to restrictions is expected to be, he said Minnesotans should plan on having a normal summer. That's great. That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. It's been a Think long he's going to say anything regarding masks? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he's going to say? You think he's going to say, don't worry about wearing a mask outside, especially if you're with people in your own circle? Hmm. But if you're among strangers at an amusement park, maybe put it on. I don't know. I don't know. What do I look like? A governor? 
I don't Certainly not. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, you look like more of a heckler than a governor. Um, I wonder if there will be an update to amount of people that he recommends, the guideline for having the am- amount of people inside of a house. Right? It, because it was 10 for a while. What's and, it? And then it got bumped up, but still to two households or something like that. So I okay. wonder if those will change. I think it will. We will find out. Do we know what time that is going to happen? We don't know yet. Usually I'll usually they are at two o'clock. Okay. It's a great lead in for Twin Cities Live. Sure. All right, uh, another local and national and worldwide story. Um, The attorneys for Derek Chauvin filed a motion for a new trial for the former Minneapolis police officer um, listing a bunch of, you know, here's a a deal. Any any defense attorney is going to do this when you lose at trial. Mm -hmm. They're just going to list as many things as humanly possible to get a new trial. I think it's almost a head. This reads to me as a headline without a story. Me too. You know, me too. sort of a headline without any. Teeth. Grant doesn't think so. Grant is very, very mad Grant's about this. And I've just, I've honestly been waiting to see what the reasonings would be. And one of them is jury, um, that the jury committed misconduct, felt threatened or intimidated, felt race-based pressure during the proceedings, and or failed to adhere to instructions during deliberations. One of the jurors was asked, or they all were asked, if they had been to any police brutality protests. And this particular juror answered no. But then there's um, proof of him Wearing a shirt that says, get your knees off our necks at a Washington, D.C. Um, gathering that he believed was based around voting and celebrating the 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. So and then there was sequestering the jury and wanting to get it moved to another big part of that whole thing, too, was George Floyd's family spoke at that event, too, yes. which makes it very as a juror, you, you kind of put yourself into a situation there where you, you have to be honest about that. Well, again, he thought it was whether or not George Floyd had died, mm-hmm. he was going to that event. Yeah. So that's his take on it. He's been talking to some of the, the media outlets and basically said this was about voter turnout in his mind and the anniversary of the Martin Luther King uh, there was a woman named uh, Rachel Moran, a former criminal defense attorney and University of St. Thomas law professor who spoke with five eyewitness news, said, is this a surprise at all? No, it's completely expected. Every defense lawyer would do this after losing a trial. Most of the issues in the motion are not what I'd call meritorious. The thing about the motion for a new trial is that you include everything you possibly can think of to try to presumably raise an appeal. Yeah. Standard practice. Here's the one thing I find interesting about juries. I've never sat on a jury, but especially in a case like that, I, I know the court goes through their their steps to try to make sure that they have an unbiased jury. I got a hot take. Okay, hit me. Every jury is biased. Every because every person is biased and comes in with their own 
set of beliefs. And so I appreciate what the court does in trying to weed that out. You don't want one that is just has a belief going in, especially on the group. But it is that must be very difficult. I guess I would say that, too, because just like every media member has a bias, Mm -hmm. you know, like if I'm there writing a story, I I choose each word that Mm -hmm. it goes into that story. And it's very um, difficult and perhaps even a little naive for us to think that some element of bias wouldn't be present. But as a journalist, you really have to keep your, well, I know you do. No, I know that that's the ideal. And I know that's the ideal, but I'm saying in practice, when you have someone, they're just subtly, without them thinking, they would pass a lie detector test and say, I'm not being biased. But their own belief system can spill into a word that is chosen. So I just think it's a touch naive sure. for us to try to. It's difficult. Yeah. I get why the court does it, and sure. they have to try to do it. But I hear you, clucking big chicken. Forward. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about dad bods, great bods, working out, eating right. Will Smith, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. All of it when we come right back after a dirt alert from Gray.